if you guys are ready. Um, but I believe in this season, there's something to be said for leaning into the Father, leaning in and saying, God, I'm not going to shy away, but I'm going to grow deeper in you in this season, in this, in this crazy season that the whole world is living in. And, and I believe each and every one of you in this room, each and every one of you listening on Instagram, all leaders, I believe you've done this. And so first, way to go. Way to go. You have crushed this season. And I know that this season has come with difficulties and craziness, but God is on his throne and he yeah. continues to remain on his throne. And so well done. Keep leaning into the Father, leaning in to, to, to grow and to learn in him. And, and I'm so grateful for pastors that, that ask us to grow and that say, hey, um, yes, we're in a tough season, but that doesn't mean that we wait until it's all over to keep growing. So Pastor Zerlonika, thank you for this passion that you have instilled in us to grow and to not stop short. And um, so today we're just going to talk out of the journal, if that's all right with you guys. This is just something uh, literally from yesterday that I was just feeling on my heart and I just wanted to share it with you. And I don't know if you guys have felt this way, but I've been extra emotional. <laughs> and so if I tear up a little bit in this season, <laughs> don't judge me. It's just, it's the Holy Spirit, his emotions. But um, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 5 through 7. I was reading this yesterday and just jumped off the page at me, and it says this. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. And then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. I've come to do your will, my God. So as I read this, the question that I felt the Lord posed to me is this. Are we pointing people to our sacrifice or to his? Are we pointing people to our sacrifice or to his? And I don't know about you, but this season has felt like sacrifice. <laughs> but are we pointing people to our sacrifice or to his? The, the, the Bible says in Romans 12, 1, we are called to be living sacrifices, right? And so, so as I start delving into this a little bit, living sacrifice. Okay, that's, we're called to it. We're called to sacrifice. We're called to be that sacrifice. But, but what does it look like? Because this scripture says, sacrifice an offering you did not desire. And then I, the perfect example that we all have is Jesus. And he says, but you prepared a body for me. And that's what we have. You and I, we have a body. That's what you and I have to offer. We have a body. The difference between the old sacrifice of the Old Testament, the difference between the sacrifice of bulls and goats and the sacrifice of the New Testament, the sacrifice of the cross is this. Are you ready? Here I am. It said that. It says, here I am. Then he said, here I am. You gave me a body. You gave me a calling. You gave me a purpose. You gave me the, the tools in my hand, right. here I am, right. here's my sacrifice. And so, so I started delving into this a little bit more and um, a body is what we have to offer. A body is what we have to lay down before the Father just as Christ gave us this example. So, so the difference between the Old Testament sacrifice and the New Testament, as I was thinking about it, as I thought about Jesus and the life of Jesus is this, there's, I, I felt like the Lord gave me three things. He remembered his purpose and as he remembered his purpose, nothing could thwart his call. Nothing could take him off his course. And so this was part of his sacrifice, was remembering his purpose. Wow. Yeah. And for you and I, in this season, 
how, hard, how easy has it been to forget our purpose? So remembering our purpose is part of the sacrifice. The next is he remembered his power. And I don't know about you, but you have the same power living in you. If you don't know this, please take it today. You have the same power living in you that Christ Jesus had on the cross, that Christ Jesus had as he performed miracles and as he loved people. And you have that power living in you. And the third is he fought through adversity and opposition this season. Hello. Adversity and opposition. In the wilderness, he fought through adversity and opposition. He could have taken pride. He could have taken um, arrogance. He could have, he could have uh, listened to the enemy's lies and insecurities, but he chose, he chose to fight through adversity and opposition because of the sacrifice that God had called him to, which was his body, which was who he was. Here I am, right? This is the new sacrifice. So I started thinking about this. There's an old old sacrifice and there's a new sacrifice and the season has presented a million opportunities a million opportunities for us to say you know look at me wow look at all that wow. i have had to sacrifice wow. look at the pain that i've had to walk wow. through Whitney and I were talking just on the way here and like the airports in Guatemala were closed for many, many, many months and, you know, isolation and all the different things. And, and, and for our daughters, that was one. We have a three-year-old and an 11-month-old. And, and that was one that really got to us and brought us to tears many, many times. And, and, and that thought of, you know, they don't get to see their grandparents for 10 months. They don't get to. And, and, and then the thought of, that's not just a sacrifice for us and for them, that's a sacrifice for, for their grandparents. That's a sacrifice for the people uh, that are on the other side of this. And, and as I started thinking about this, it would have been an easy thing to say, whew, poor, poor me, wow. poor them. What a painful thing we've had to walk through. We should probably just kind of take some time off, take some time to rest, pat ourselves on the back for you know, making it through the season. But the reality is, the reality is, the only reason we knew how to sacrifice was because he showed us. The only reason we knew how to sacrifice was because of the cross. Because of the cross. Because of the cross. There, there wouldn't be no reason for us to be in Guatemala. There would be no reason for the sacrifice if it wasn't for his here I am. Here I am. And so, so him showing us this over and over and over. So let's think about it. Let's think about it. Because Pastor Earl and Nika have, have taught us time and time again that we're going to be a church that sacrifices our lives. We're going to be a church that looks like a living sacrifice, right? But what does that look like for you and for me? What does it look like to sacrifice um, and, and to point people to Christ in our sacrifice rather than, than to have a sacrifice of old? And the difference between the, the bulls and the goats and the old sacrifice because there's there's a lot of Christians that that have a tendency to to to, to go towards the, the kind of like trends that look like the bulls and the goats yeah. trends that start to look like that and here, here's a couple of them making sacrifice a thing about them maybe to clear conscience that's in the in the past in the past in the Old Testament maybe they brought their bulls and goats to clear their conscience to say, man, I don't want to live like this anymore I'm frustrated and I'm feeling guilty so I better do this for me But the sacrifice was never meant to be for them. The sacrifice was to draw Christ, God the Father, back in relationship with his sons and his daughters to make it about them. Instead of of me, so so, so to to forever unite Jesus, God the Father, with his sons and daughters. Um, So maybe it looks like that. Maybe it looks like by their own power, by our own power, we can do this. (laughs) By our own power, by our own riches, by our own excellence, I'm going to try to, to reach God. 
right? It doesn't mean that you don't use your excellence for the Father. It doesn't mean you don't use your riches for the Father. But think about the, the two different examples. The rich young ruler, he was using his, his riches in, in an earthly way. The Tower of Babel, they were using their riches and their know-how and their wisdom and their kind of like uh, education to build this crazy tower. They were using it in a certain way. But then think about the woman with the alabaster jar. That was riches. That was excellence. That was pure. But was she using it for herself or was she using it for the Father? Was she using it for her sacrifice? It was a sacrifice. That was a painful sacrifice. But was it for her benefiting her or was it for the Father? Is our excellence and are our riches for him or for us? What are they for? This is a sacrifice of ourselves, but it's not a sacrifice about ourselves. And I want us to realize that it's a sacrifice of ourselves, but it's not about us. This is a sacrifice of ourselves, but it's not a sacrifice about ourselves. He desires mercy and not sacrifice. I don't know how many times the Bible says this. He desires mercy and not sacrifice. But back to the question, are we pointing people to the sacrifice or are we pointing people to the Father, to, to our sacrifice or to his sacrifice? Ministry is a sacrifice, and let me just remind every single one of you, you're in ministry. Whether you're at the church, whether you're at your job, you are in ministry. If you call Jesus your Savior and your Father, you are in ministry, and it is a sacrifice, and it can be painful. And there are moments that you will want to quit, and there are moments where you say, poor me, this is hard. This is incredibly difficult to continue loving in the way that Christ loves. But here's a question for you. Are we more pleased? Are we more fulfilled it is, our, is it our win when someone says, oh, wow, look what you've gone through. Oh, wow, look what you've given. Oh, wow, you're a modern-day Mother Teresa. You're a modern-day Gandhi. Wow, you, in, man, that must have been painful. That must have been hard. You're so kind. You're so loving. You're so generous. Is that our win? Is that our win? Is that what gets us going in the morning? Is that why we, is that why we do it? Because here's a heart check, and I, I'm heart checking myself. Please hear me saying that I'm heart checking myself, and, and I hope that, that you can, can take from just what I've been working on in my journal because the reality is this is a real thing in my life in this moment. Have we let it become about our schedule or about our busyness, about, yeah, I'm, I, I must, I'm busy. That must mean I'm sacrificing. I'm busy. That must mean people are noticing. <laughs> our, has it become about our workload or our commitment or I do more than they do? I do more than that person. I have a higher capacity than that person. My sacrifice is greater. My, they, theirs is, yeah, they sacrifice, but this is sacrifice. They, they don't really know what we need to understand. We need to acknowledge the sacrifice, our personal sacrifice, yes, but then recognize that this sacrifice and that the only reason you know how to sacrifice is because of the cross. The only reason you ever even had the dream of sacrifice is because of the cross. You would not have even thought of this word, sacrifice, if it wasn't for the cross. It was for Jesus. And so the last verse I'll, I'll leave with you is verse 10. And it says, and by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Once and for all. And so this is what it looks like to say he doesn't desire mercy. He doesn't desire sacrifice and offerings. He desires you to say, here I am. Here I am. Here's my body. God, use it as you will, but use it not for my own glory, not for the sight. Don't use my sacrifice to point to me, but use my sacrifice to replicate the sacrifice of, cross, of the cross and to point people back to your cross, to your sacrifice, the calling that you have called me to, and it can't remain about us because it's done 
It's once and for all. He's not coming back to do it again. It has happened. It is finished. It is over. The sacrifice is finished. And it is our honor and our job and our calling to live a life of sacrifice that looks like his, that looks like the cross. Love you guys so, so much.